Hello and welcome to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. If you're ready to be independent in helping your family with acute and chronic conditions in a more natural way, if you're interested in learning how to use homeopathy at home, and if you enjoy positive, encouraging messages, then this is the podcast for you. Click subscribe, grab some coffee or tea, a pen and a notebook, and get ready to learn how to use homeopathy at home in your family. The information in this podcast and its transcription is to be used for education only. The suggestions here should not replace the advice of your medical doctor, and you should never stop any prescription medications without the advice and direction of your doctor. I am not a physician, I am not prescribing, and I am not making healthcare decisions for you. It is your choice to use the information provided here and in any future communications with me regarding homeopathy and natural health care. Welcome back to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Bree. I'm excited to talk about Sacrum. Sacrum Officionale. We have Materia Medica Monday. Yes, Materia Medica Monday. That's right. And this it's, is a new remedy for me, too. So I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. Sugar. Sugar, sugar, sugar. So Sacrum Officionale and Sacrum Album are the same thing, right? That's what we just... According to Robin Murphy's Materia Medica, mm-hmm. that yeah. is okay. <clears throat> okay. So many okay. of the major diseases and health problems um, have a major etiology of excess sugar consumption. Um, so Especially remember, in years ago, huh? Yeah. Especially in America. I remember years ago, probably I think the first time that I I went on a sugar fast. Um, I wrote a list of things that sugar, <clears throat> th- things that sugar can cause just like I got, you know, a list from somewhere yeah. and I put it on the refrigerator to remind me like this sugar that you're about to, you know, want to go eat in this kitchen is not worth it. And, um, it was really helpful. And then after, so when I did a sugar fast, And then at some point in a year or two, bless you, when I went back to eating sugar again. So here's my thing. And I don't I'm positive I'm not alone. When I'm not eating sugar, I don't crave sugar. Mm. When I eat a little bit, I can't even have just a little bit because I can start out with a little bit and I can control it for a short amount of time. But over time, it grows and grows and grows to where I can't I don't control it. And, um, and I get totally out of control with the sugar consumption. And so anyway, when I did that and went back to sugar, I noticed what sugar was doing in my body and how it was affecting me. And so, um, I wrote those things down as a reminder, look, this is what sugar does. So I'm excited to talk about sugar because, um, you know, one third of people beyond a certain age um, are obese, and you know, and that age is getting younger and younger. So, <clears throat> some of the other major health problems and and diseases 
that are with the etiology of excess sugar consumption are diabetes, osteoporosis, alcoholism, because the excessive desire for alcohol, well, alcoholism or the excessive desire for alcohol, because 70% of alcoholics or those people with alcohol weakness tend to be hypoglycemic. So there's that sugar connection. Um, Post-viral syndrome, chronic fatigue, um, very frequently there's a link to candida and the link between candida and sugar and then eating disorders in general. And can I just add there um, that sugar and along with the overgrowth of candida and yeast in your body, but the way that it depletes your immune system, and I don't want to get ahead of you here, but... um, there is evidence for this. I remember reading some research on this, the way that white, this is white sugar yep. affects your immune system yep. is enormous. And I have seen that in my life and in my kids mm-hmm. where we want to be lenient. We want to be fine and be okay with things. And in my family, I mean, we've been, you know, Melissa, we have been sicker than ever yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, and it's been a year where I've really been, I don't want to manage that. They can eat whatever. Right. It, it's no. hard because especially when you're, you're eating different than most people around you. Well, hard. that's it. That's really what it's been. We go places often and with people and there's just so much sugar. Even when I try to get the better sugar, mm-hmm. it's still sugar. So yeah. just something to keep in mind of low immune system. So we might not be able to say excess excess sugar causes these things, but a low immune system absolutely leads to, I mean, tons of stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, So there's a book about sugar called Pure, White, and Deadly. I'm sorry. I don't know the author. I guess you could Google that. Um. The horror of sugar regarding trade and the abuse of people in the sugar plantations throughout the world, lobbying groups and the political arena, lobbying so nothing is done about the poisoning. So there's just a lot of there's there's man, I'm telling you what I have said. Many times that sugar is from the devil. (laughs) It's not true. But here is what you lead into next here. Sorry, I read ahead a little bit. Um, that there is not anything inherently wrong right. with almost anything. Right. It's that just God made. Correct. God made sugar. It's the excess way that we, we use it. it. It's distorted. We so do. just like anything else, and similar to caffeine, coffee, yep. alcohol in moderation, it's we take these things and we abuse them we abuse them yeah sugar right so i totally am kidding sugar is not from the devil (laughs) it's that it's that addiction that abuse sugar is so highly addictive and it is hard to manage so it is one of those things that is very hard to just do in moderation yep sugar craving remedies so people who crave sugar um especially around 11 a.m they, they have that 11 a.m. dip with the hypoglycemia is sulfur. Um, other remedies that crave sugar are lycopodium, calc carb, and argentum nitricum. 
And then causticum is averse to sugar. Graphites can also be averse to sugar. <clears throat> um, and some rubrics that you can look up in your repertory, craving for sugar, averse to sugar, um, some better for sugar. There are not too many that are, there aren't too many rubrics that are better for sugar and some very much worse for sugar. So let's see. One of the questions here um, that we have that I think is a really good one because it, this is a sugar remedy. So the remedy is made from sugar. So I know we operate in homeopathy by like versus like, mm -hmm. which is why the remedies you just said for sugar cravings are not this remedy. Right. So there was a question in here that I thought was good. I'm just a little ways down. Would this remedy be useful for people who are overdosing on other types of things, junk food, um, salt and sugar, any type of addiction? Would this be a good remedy for that? So yes, saccharum would be one of the remedies that might be good to negate or at least help with some of the effects of specifically, it sounds like addiction for food, different types of junk, processed food, sugar, um, which I thought was interesting that that, because I mean, man, if there's one thing that probably every single person in America deals with, I bet it's that. Yeah. The food that we have here is so junky that at some point in our life, we're trying to cut it out. Yeah. Um, also it said artificial sweeteners. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we could have remedies made from those specifically but since we have this one made from something like it, we yeah. can use that. Yeah. Yeah. So osteoporosis. So we talked, you know, we, we mentioned osteoporosis is um, a disease or um, a process that sugar overconsumption of sugar causes. And in the processing of sugar where it is denatured, so meaning all the healthy minerals are sucked out of it then one of the things that's removed is calcium during that process. And so then when you eat white sugar and you eat it excessively, then it tries to rebind with the calcium in your system, in your bones, your teeth, your blood. Therefore, osteoporosis is what happens. And it literally sucks the calcium out because it's attempting to now reconstitute itself as its full molecule, which is in, in its natural um, state, a healthy substance. That is bizarre. Yeah. I think I have heard that. I have never, I didn't know that the reason it does that is because we pull the calcium out. So it wants to find it again. Yeah. I didn't know that that was why. That's amazing. Yep. So interesting. So let's talk about symptoms of the remedy sacrum. And so, um, so this is your Materia Medica now of saccharum. So children who've lost any interest in proper food. So they just want little bits and snacks and goodies and treats. My goodness, my children need this right now. I, mean, I was literally just about to say. Right now, my kids need this. Um, often, <laughs> often whiny, complaining, moaning, moods up and down. If the children are being given sweets, for being good. Essentially, here's a little sweet. Now be quiet. 
<laughs> parents who don't never have do that. <laughs> parents who don't have enough time to give that that love and affection to the kids. Um, so children who are not breastfed, it's possible that there's a connection to the sacrum picture. Um, so Saclac, Saclac is a remedy made from the sugar of milk. And one of the key symptoms is homesickness. So it's just basic and fundamental, fundamental, the need for some sort of love, care, affection, security, and sugar in the right amount provides a little hint of that. So this is saccharum lactis that you just mentioned. <clears throat> yes, okay. that's right. That's right. Milk sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, so the back to saccharum, the sense of forsakenness, sense of abandonment, that sense that they've lost that childlike spon- spontaneity, spontaneity, their happy, um, joyful interconnectedness, and they feel like nobody loves them. So they've lost all that. They feel like nobody loves them. They're cut off from the world. Um, in their own little bubble and abandoned and forsaken. And so it's a remedy that's rooted back into that absolutely fundamental stuff and issues that come up in childhood. Biting nails constantly, sucking the thumb, um, addiction to to tobacco, smoking addiction, um, people who have blocked ears, blocked sinuses, catarrhal conditions, like lots of mucus and catarrh and gunky. Why don't you talk about the mental symptoms? Yeah. Okay. So, um, so, well, you'll hear some overlap here, but some mental symptoms of saccharum back to officionale is homesickness, jealousy, fear of not getting enough attention, fear of not having enough affection, um, yearning for approval. They are typically better for eating. So that is why it can have a possibility of eating disorders or um, food becomes the central thing in life. A tendency for up and down behavior. And this matches sugar. Like when you eat sugar, there's the high and then the crash. So alternating a contradictory state of mind, hot or cold, mentally speaking, Um, hyperactive or super lethargic, underactive, passive or aggressive, um, you might see some of these same aspects in tuberculinum, phosphorus, or tarantula that flaring up into rages and then crashing or flaring up and then you're exhausted. Um, there may be obesity and or emaciation. So those opposites again, alternating and contradictory states are very much a part of this. So it sounds like physically or mentally. Yeah. This could be um, an insatiable craving for sugar, a restless behavior of children, and can even cause some menstrual problems. Do you want to read about those? Yeah. So um, PMS, painful ovulation, craving for sweets before the menses. Um, And Melissa Asylum. Asylum, Asylum is, I believe that she is a European, maybe a homeopath. I I don't know her. I think she's a homeopath, actually. 
And, um, and I think she writes a lot of, of books or teaches a lot of classes or something, but she found that this is also a remedy that's very useful post for post-surgery. And so it's a remedy that will allow us to hopefully prevent any infections that are likely to come post-surgery, along with Arnica, Calendula, Bellis perennis. Um, honey is, is a remedy also, but there will be parallels to saccharum. Um, and both are used as an antibacterial. Okay, so you can compare saccharum to pulsatilla, carcinosin, calc carbs, sulfur, and lac humanum. It's a super interesting remedy. You should just open up your Materia Medica, read all about it. These are just the keynotes. You can learn a lot more about it in your Materia Medica. And um, I suggest that you do that. And so just remember when you're trying to choose potency and frequency, you will, you start low and slow when you don't know. Oh, that, I just made up a rhyme. Start low and slow when you don't know. <laughs> there you go. I hope we remember that. That's a good gateway one saying. Right? Really. So that's how you do it. And so, you know, when I say low, I mean like 6C. 6C mm-hmm. once or twice a day. And, um, you know, and anytime you choose a remedy, you use it for eight weeks and then you reassess the situation, see how you're doing. If it's helping, continue it. If it's not, discontinue it. Don't try to rush homeopathy. So those are my basics in a nutshell. If you need really in-depth basics of homeopathy, come take um, one of my basics classes. You can find them on my on my website. And um, that is your Materia Medica Monday for Sacrum. We look forward to seeing you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you.